Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Today, we're going to be talking about impossible decisions and how to support yourself through them. So I want you to take one quick second and think of what is your impossible decision? What's a decision that's just very, very hard? You might not, you might be telling yourself, there's no way I can make this decision. I don't have all the pieces. I need to wait. I want you to have that friend of mine as we work through this. So here's how most of us make decisions. We think a lot about it. A lot, a lot, a lot. We work through all the parts, we talk to all the people, we consider all the angles, then we sleep on it, and then we go into consumption mode where we just want to find all the research, read all the papers, talk to all the experts, buy courses and programs, books, listen to podcasts. We want to consume lots of information and be careful. This could be endless. You can find yourself wasting so much time in this process of consuming information and depleting your energy all while trying to get to this decision. Here's why your brain will continue to overwork until you have a decision because brains do not like unsolved problems. The human brain was designed to solve problems. So if there's any problem that's not solved, any decision that's not made, your brain will just keep constantly coming back to it. So you'll find yourself in any down moments, like this thing keeps bubbling up, right? The elevator bank, trying to watch Grey's Anatomy at home. If anyone else watching it besides me, you're in the shower and your brain keeps kind of like gnawing on it because it wants an answer. And this process of consuming and then thinking and then not letting it go and not being able to rest, it just can create, consume, and deplete so much of your time and energy. So by lunchtime, you might be physically exhausted. You might be exhausted before you get out of bed if you just spent all night thinking about this problem. Not because you've exerted a lot of physical energy, because your brain has just been relentless in pursuit of this decision. In the end, you might not have a decision. And if you pursue this process of consumption and constantly thinking and ever resting, you may not have the energy to act on it, even if you do have a decision, which I want to say, point out is another common brain mechanism. Brains don't like to spend energy. Nothing wrong with you. It's the natural human brain is designed to conserve energy. So if we've spent all of our energy thinking about it and we have none left, it's easy for our brain to be like, done, quit, not doing it. And in a way, it's your brain choosing the path of least resistance, so it thinks, the easier path, the path where you don't exert energy because you've quit entirely on this thing. And so if you have quit on it, the brain is like telling itself, oh, it got an, it kind of got a win because it got out of having to do one more thing. So you don't have to write the paper. You don't submit the promotion dossier. You don't make an offer on your coaching program on social media. The brain is not risking being wrong, humiliated, rejected. The brain kind of feels safer. The brain thinks, oh my gosh, I got to win. I saved all this energy. I don't have any icky feelings. So watch out for this. Because in the moment, it might feel like relief. But if you look five years down the path, like what does this collectively give you if you keep choosing the quitting path over five years? It's really a lot of depleted dreams and feeling terrible ultimately along the way. So I want to say, if this has been your path of making decisions, Nothing has gone wrong. 
This is how we were taught to make decisions. The bigger the decisions are, the more we tell ourselves we need to research. And I coach a lot of physicians. And so sometimes we'll get to a place where they say, you know what? I want to be a coach. Let me research for nine months. And then I'll say, no, 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 no. Beware. Look out for this. And as your coach, I can point it out when your brain is dipping into consumption mode, dipping into learning instead of doing the the thing your brain is trying to do is it's trying to keep you safe by not failing. It's trying to like, but the end product is you don't get where you need to go. You wind up spending a lot of energy going there. And there's a lot of time and prep going into the decision as opposed to just making the decision and putting all the energy into creating of. And what I do with my coaching a lot of time is what if the learning isn't coming from the book? The best learning will come from the doing. The actually putting the book down and getting out there and doing. That's where your learning really is. So if this has been your process, do not worry. I've got you. Just want you to be on the lookout for when your brain is trying to overthink decisions. It usually becomes your default pattern of making decisions so that even small decisions, your brain's like, let's think, let's research, let's sleep on it. Let's come back to it. Let's talk. Let's, it just winds up being like consumption thinking, heavily overthinking is the way the brain tries to understand all the problems. So it's easy to get stuck in this type of thinking because it's just what the brain knows. It's what is familiar. It's safer. It saves energy in the long run. So how do you know you're getting stuck in indecision? I'm going to give you two ways to know. One is how you feel. If you feel like this unresolved tension, you feel kind of defeated because you don't have the results you want. Unresolved, you don't have this decision, unclear, you're not really sure what direction to go, confused, not sure what the next step is, exhausted from all the thinking and thinking and thinking, not sleeping well, maybe scared, maybe scared of what would happen if it does go well or if it doesn't. Maybe you feel a sense of failure. My, what am I going to think? What am I going to, how am I going to move on if my colleagues think that I'm not doing well, feeling rejected or afraid of the anticipatory rejection or feeling overwhelmed by like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to get started. So how you know you're stuck is one is how you feel. If you have any one of those emotions. Another way you'll know you're stuck is look at the results you have. If you have no results or far fewer results than you expect, you probably are getting trapped and stuck in the indecision part. So if you're like, I have a smaller salary than I should have by now, I should have been promoted already. My coaching practice should be full by now. If you're behind in the results that you want, you probably are stuck in one of these feelings or in one of these indecision traps. And I'm going to show you how to get unstuck. So part of getting unstuck is first of all, listen to last week's podcast. If you haven't already, it's the five steps to zero decision drama. It's how like when you are ready to make a decision, you have all the pieces of the puzzle. You're just ready to decide and execute, move on. It gives you a way to make it without any drama. But as I was thinking about you, this guy's this week, I was like, you know, but there are some times where you just, you literally will be in a place where you can't make a decision for any number of legitimate reasons. Your partner is traveling, You've already submitted the paper and you're waiting for the response. You can't go visit your the job until next month. So you have a lot of undecided decisions just kind of hanging out. I want to give you a tool for those of you who've got these impossible decisions you just cannot decide right now. I want to give you a tool to how to work through those two. You need to have a framework first of three basic truths to kind of ground yourself in how this all works. The first, the first framework is consumption of more information does not equal a better decision. 
Sometimes it equals a worse decision. If you put more information in, it's more time, it's more effort, it's more knowledge pieces, it's more potential conflicting pieces of knowledge. More consumption often makes a decision harder, not easier. Consider, and this is what I teach a lot of my clients. Many people come to coaching because they want to make a decision. So one of the things I always teach my clients is you already know the decision right now without any more information. And my job is to coach is just connect you with that brilliance. You already know. Think about that. Consider your impossible decision. Consider you actually already know. And the only thing in the way is a couple of thoughts. And through coaching in my program, I will help you find that. Less information, my whole process of my coaching program is less is more. Less information will help you make your decision easier because you'll be more connected to you. The more information you put in between you and your decision, the harder it gets because you just get very confusing with different voices in your head. Mom, arguing with dad, arguing with this book you just read, arguing with this podcast you just heard. It just gets more and more confusing. So my program, I teach you how to simplify, make decisions without more information, find the truth, use your inner world knowing, and also have some semantic tools I teach you. The second framework, some of you will think decisions will become more clear with time. And I'm going to give it to you a little bit. Sometimes it does, but not for the reasons you think. Changing the circumstance of how much time has gone by actually never helps. It's this neutral circumstance. What happens is your brain is shifting its thoughts. You're getting coached. You're thinking about it. You're journaling. You're having conversations. And at, with this happening over time, your brain is shifting its thoughts. And you're telling yourself, oh, it's because time went by. No, no, no. It's because your thoughts were shifting. You don't need more time to come to decision. Time doesn't always help. Sometimes time just adds confusion and unrest and defeat and these tense feelings. And the time you're using to decide, remember, you have a limited amount of time. You're going to use the time to decide. You will have less time to act on it. And so in coaching, what I'm doing is always helping you. Like, what if you don't need more time? What if you actually already know what's best for you? And instead of using the time to work through the decision, we shift that time into the execution of the decision. It helps you create so much more with so much less work. The third framework you want to keep in mind is that deciding not to decide is actually a decision. Let me say that again. When you make a decision to not decide, you're like, this is an impossible decision. I don't have all the information. My husband is traveling. The Paper's been submitted. I'm waiting to hear back from the institution I just applied. You don't have all the information. You can decide you're not deciding. That is a decision. That will help your brain step out of the thought looping. Your brain's like, okay, we decided. It's closed up, moving on. Gives you space to rest your brain. When your brain is resting, other really brilliant ideas will come to you. That's your inner wisdom. It will give you the clarity you need to decide. It's a really beautiful option to decide to not decide, to decide to just say, we're not going to decide right now. It's a beautiful space to be when you're actually in an impossible decision. So I'll tell you how I do this. Are you ready? How I do this. And this was so helpful this past week. I actually, it's so subtle. This will, this may happen to you too, is that you don't even realize you're not making a decision Unless you're being coached weekly, then you can start, start, you start seeing it. If you coach yourself every day, you'll start seeing it. It's like, you know what? I think for the past four months, I've been trying to make this decision 
it was so sneaky because no one could see. Everyone's like, oh, she's busy. She's doing her stuff. She's hanging out with her kids. She's cleaning up the kitchen. Like no one looked like I was in distress. I just noticed because I coach myself every day that my brain kept looping on this decision. And it was taking up so much time and energy. And I don't have all the information yet. So there's just no way I can make it. So every moment I'm in this decision loop, I'm just draining my own energy and spinning. So what I decided to do, what I offered to you, how I teach my clients is consider putting this issue, the decision, the indecision, all the thoughts and feelings into a beautiful metaphorical Tiffany box on your desk. So I kind of stuff everything in. I put all, all the thoughts, all the feelings, all the issues. I close it up. It's in this gorgeous box. It's in on my desk, metaphorically, of course. And so I know that it's in my awareness. I see it every day. I know it's there. I tell it, listen, I'm going to take care of you. We're getting to a decision. Don't you worry. You're high on my list of priorities, but I'm consciously choosing not to decide right now. I'm deciding to not decide right now. I decide to constrain my indecision. It's in this box. It's constrained. I'm going to not think about it or consider it or entertain it, except when am I When I'm in my weekly coaching call with my coach, when I'm with my coach, I allow myself to have the option to look in the box and evaluate and see where I am or not. Sometimes I entirely skip it, but I give myself the option that we can revisit this decision in the confines of my weekly group call with my coach. Outside of this time, I'm not going to be thinking about it. I'm giving my brain a rest. The decision to put my issues in this Tiffany box It's constraining my indecision. It's helping to stop the spinning. It feel like as soon as I did that, I felt so liberated. My mind was free and clear to do other things. I was like incredible. But I had freed up my mind in all of these ways. Now my mind would occasionally go back there or, and I would just lovingly say, look, it's in the box. Remember, we're going to think about this at a one when we meet with my coach later in the week, not outside of this time. And so allowed my conscious mind to do other things and allowed my subconscious mind, I think was still working on it, but not in an exhausting way. It was just kind of like listening to my inner wisdom, having a whole new vantage point. It wasn't energy depleting. It was being worked out in a level I wasn't super cautious of. I was getting rest and space, just empty white space in my life where I was always thinking about it before. And I was like, no, it's in the box. And this downtime where we watch Grey's Anatomy, even if I'm the only one, this downtime is going to be just downtime, just what it is. And it was fascinating. As I did this, there were really interesting thoughts popped up that I would never have considered while I was aggressively kind of like gnawing on this decision, trying to force a decision. And what I refer that to is that's your inner knowing. It's your wisdom kind of coming through and percolating through. My experience is never wrong. So I would go to my one-on-one coach um, once a week and I would check in and be like, do I want to open this box today or not? Some weeks I wouldn't, some weeks I would. I'd be curious about it. I wonder how things have shifted while I have not been actively working on this, while my subconscious has been kind of taking care of this. So interesting. I probably spent four months kind of spinning on this and then I decided I was going to put it in the metaphorical box and constrain my indecision and let my brain rest. The very next week, I was like, should I open it? Should I not? I almost thought not, but I was like, let me just take a peek inside. I looked in 
And I had some really interesting, like fascinating ideas along the week that I was resting. Of course, I looked in and I had a decision and it was the opposite one I thought of. And it was actually perfect. I saved myself so many hours of thinking, overthinking, negotiating with myself, talking with everyone, thinking again, slept like a baby that week, did no active work on the decision. The decision found me. What's great about constraining to the one-on-one, my private coaching with my coach is that when you do that, you give yourself constrained period of time to entertain it. And you're with a mind expert who can help you investigate the thoughts and who can make sure you don't get stuck in the blame, shame, dread cycle of not having a decision. It can help you walk you out of that so you can go back to your week with constraint and decision in your beautiful Tiffany box right on your desk. Your brain will think overthinking is always a solution. It's not. What I'll teach you in my program is sometimes not thinking is the best, most efficient way to make a decision. I'll give you an example. I was working with a client who, before she joined with me, she had really spent a lot of time thinking, am I going to stay in medicine or am I going to leave? She was just really thinking about all the options of how she could get out. And she had decided she was going to stay three more years and she just kept doubting herself and was depleting so much time and energy. Should I stay? Should I go? And every time she asked these big existential questions, where do I belong? Should I be here? Should I be there? And doubting herself, she was just becoming less and less sure. This uncertainty was becoming stronger and stronger in her life, which made it even harder to make decisions. And she didn't have all the information at hand. She was thinking she wanted to go in real estate. She hadn't even taken a course yet. Her husband was retiring. They wanted to kind of put their numbers together. She couldn't make a, she just really, it was this impossible decision she really needed. She was struggling with, that's why her brain was going back and forth. She was thinking about real estate, but not actively pursuing it. She wanted to do it, but she didn't know how or how she'd make more time for it. So she was constantly negotiating herself. Is this the right time? Maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's next. Do I want to use the time money now or do I want to use it in this way? Do I want to go on a big vacation with the family to Disney World for two weeks? Or do I want to put it towards this real estate class and buy my first property? So it was really easy to see how years were slipping by for her in this indecision cycle. And she felt a little tortured by it all. When she joined my program, I showed her, you know what, we're going to, this is a big decision, of course. And we're going to put it in a beautiful Tiffany box. And every week it's going to sit there on your desk between our sessions. You're only going to open the box when you come into the class and to our private coaching session so that you have someone I can help you investigate these thoughts that have you spinning and make sure you don't get stuck in the spin. You'll have this place where you can evaluate when you want to. And then when you leave our safety of our one-on-one, you're going to go back to your life fully present and committed and exploring and know your brain is not going to be looping on this. You're going to come and we'll explore here in one-on-one where I can fight for you every time. You're not going to get stuck in the indecision cycle or the shame cycle or the blame cycle. I'm going to be there to help you explore, navigate, be curious, and then put it all back in the Tiffany box until you're ready to decide a different decision. But right now it's enough to decide we're not deciding. We're going to put it all in this box. Let it sit there. Let it marinate. Let our subconscious kind of work through some issues. And with this, this thing that she'd been thinking about for seven years, she's like, oh my gosh, I can just put it in a box and walk away. She felt so much relief. She was finally making a decision. Her decision was she was going to put it in a box and let her subconscious work on it. 
and she was no longer going to be tortured by it. And each week, she created massive amounts of time from not having spinning on this decision, not thinking about real estate. Where should she go? What school? What should she do? What property? Where are the, what would be her next best move? When should, when should she hire a lawyer? What program to do? None of it. And our weekly calls, I asked, do you want to open the box today? And sometimes she said yes. And sometimes she's like, no, I'm good. But her subconscious was still probably working on it on a really whole new, beautiful, deeper level that wasn't pressured or desperate or feeling less than or judged or being behind. It allowed her inner wisdom to percolate up some really beautiful ideas and guidance. And we explored them every session. Meanwhile, we kept coaching on her job and her marriage. And she was learning how not to hate her boss. And it took much less time than you might think. <laughs> you might have spent two 12 years hating your boss. And what if you could stop hating them in the very first session? We worked with her to negotiate how to get her ideal schedule. We taught her how to do sleep training for herself so she could be sleeping better and thinking at a higher level. We helped her create a new relationship for her husband where she was able to ask her husband to help her more around the house. Her whole world was shifting in a really loving, tender, inviting way. And she had this beautiful Tiffany box on her desk that she looked at sometimes and sometimes she didn't. And as she started getting sleeping better in her marriage and she was starting, it was getting better and she was falling more in love with her husband and she was less resentful of her marriage and she was loving her job more and having fun at her job more, she started realizing she never wanted to do real estate in the first place. Real estate was her escape. She was thinking, I have to escape. This life is so miserable. This, this other thing will help me. But when she fell in love with her job and her husband again and found ways to sleep and take care of herself, she realized she didn't need an escape hatch. She didn't need an exit plan. She actually loved her job. She didn't need real estate. She was able to see real estate was an emergency escape plan. And when she got her life all together with coaching, she didn't need it anymore. How she got there, how she went from seven years of torture decision-making to within just a few weeks, she made this decision. She decided to constrain the indecision, put her indecision in a box, let her brain rest, let her inner knowing percolate through, create other changes in her life. And when she did, her decision found her without the overthinking, over-researching, over-information consuming, without torturing herself. She just had this, it was this really beautiful moment. She opened the box and her decision was there and it was done. You can too. Think about your impossible decision. What if it was as easy as that? Constraining the indecision, letting your brain rest, getting in touch with your inner knowing, being able to sleep better, get your marriage and your job dialed in. And as you become this different person who is in the having of, your decision becomes easy. We actually do this every day inside my lifetime group coaching program. This could be the place where you can string your indecision to. You tell yourself, I'm only going to think about this at the weekly group call or my one-on-ones with Dr. Arnold. And between these weekly sessions, I am going to constrain that indecision in a beautiful box on my desk. I'm going to free myself from this the spinning I'm going to decide to put all my thoughts and feelings into this beautiful box. I'm going to liberate myself from the overthinking. I'm going to create luxurious space for an open, clear, empty, still mind. I'm going to come in weekly to look at the box if I want to. 
I have an expert level coach to advocate for me for life, review my inner knowing, the messages, check in and investigate all the thoughts while not allowing me to get stuck in the drama. And also we'll work on up-leveling the work, the home relationships to allow your decision to find you inside the container of the lifetime coaching. You can actually enroll now by going to Christina Arnold coaching, all one word, dot com. Schedule your one-on-one today. Your next call is just a few days away. I'll see you there. And remember, you're right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. Have a beautiful week, everyone.